Ace Pride. Right, wow. which was which came up last week. Right, that's great. Oh gosh. Okay, let's do this. You ready? Hello and welcome to Great Nice Guys to Have Fun With. Uh, my name is Roan and Sex and the City is my favorite show of all time. Hi, uh, my name's Andrew. Uh, I've only seen two episodes of Sex and the City so far. Um, if you were expecting a woman to be on this podcast, well, sorry, out of luck. We hate women. That's why we're watching this show. Yeah, so. I was, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was about to make a binders full of women reference. Right, yeah. Which is not a current like component in the zeitgeist but it's in my yeah. mind because my boss like brought up binders full of women um <laughs> it's, with regard to the veep stuff it's, like a few weeks or when you know whatever kamala uh-huh. got nominated two months okay, ago or yeah yeah um, Who knows? it's so funny you bring up the binders full of women thing because just i think it was earlier today i was thinking about when um mitt romney had the whole like mom jeans thing Shit. you remember that no i don't 2000 fucking 12 or whatever oh my god yeah the mom jeans thing he went to a rally and wore mom jeans and like all of fox news was like mom jeans and yeah right um i completely missed that unfortunately because i was probably if it involved Mitt romney that was 2012 and 2016 and i was probably high yeah so how did you have a good week how are you um i had a good week um i uh is this our is this our check-in yeah hello well, oh okay sorry i just wanted to make sure what do, <laughs> like you need a fucking little snappy fucking intro for every fucking segment andrew yeah I, yeah okay fine um i had a great week um my birthday was this week um holy can we take a I moment turned, how turned, old are you again 16 i turned yeah i turned well i yeah i turned 16 and a half actually um and (laughs) (laughs) um it was actually a really good birthday i went i just on my my actual birthday i went to work and um had a nice lunch and ate too much and then i watched the shining um Uh, what about you that's good i just want everyone to know that like i did know that it was andrew's birthday and i did acknowledge it on the day and i apologize for not like rushing in being like andrew birthday episode happy birthday andrew but it's only the second episode and we haven't even we don't even have like our fan base yet to like you know well that you know of that we know of so right yeah i'm kind of i'm bringing my people and you're bringing you know whatever you can and mostly my uh, life yeah um i i will say though that it's like to, to compare this podcast with my work experience because i'm so new there and it was my birthday i didn't really and plus it's a pandemic right so i didn't really know what the what like the proper form was so um instead of like bringing like cookies or something i brought like prepackaged um dum-dum suckers that's and so I, like, cute <laughs> and then i put a sticky note on like the also we work in special collections so we're not allowed to like bring food generally oh, anyways. okay yeah so i put like this like a sticky note next to the dum-dum suckers in the break room that said andrew's b-day please take as many as you want and enjoy dot 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 somewhere safe exclamation point and then like everyone like came to me and was like, I didn't know it was your birthday. Happy birthday. Blah, 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 blah. And I right. was like, I'm new here. I work here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually, it's funny. I started my first library job like right before my birthday as well. Um, okay. But it, my birthday is, I'm, I'm well known for being born right before Christmas, four days before okay. Christmas. And yeah. so people, my birthday does often get lost in the shuffle. I am often not acknowledged for my birthday by co-workers yeah, yeah um, that sucks which it's really it's fine <laughs> it's actually fine um you didn't ask but my week was good i did um, i said how about you okay well that went right over my head um okay yeah no i i've had a good week i am going on vacation i have taken right. two weeks off of work plus one day 11 wow days of pto i've never done this before mm-hmm. taken so much time off mm-hmm. of work i feel sort of guilty about it i'm trying to feel a little bit less guilty about it because like that's like true brainworms to like feel guilty about leaving your job even if you do right something that you truly love which i'm i'm very lucky that i do that um but yeah i was just working very hard um and i've just been very very focused on work so i um 
I mean, I feel like I'm kind of um, not to bring take the risk of bringing up astrology on this podcast, but I do have a Capricorn rising and I feel like I'm really leaning in to the Capricorn energy this week and the Virgo energy mm-hmm. with it being Virgo season. Mm-hmm. So I've just been, I'm feeling very serious and like hardworking these days. Like I just was like getting mm-hmm. pissed low key, like at my coworkers for not working hard enough, which is like not kind of a mode of, of thinking that I normally entertain. Um, mm-hmm. But it. Wow. Capitalist me. pig. Wow. I mean, we work at a public library. I don't know what to tell you. Um, this also means yeah, okay. that they officially cannot listen to this podcast. So we are talking about season one, episode two of Sex and the City. This episode is called Models and Mortals. It aired on June 14th, 1998. Um, and off the top, what do you think of this episode? I, I think it sums up for me a lot of the things that I don't like about season one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like this episode. I'm so glad that you liked it. Uh, I'm comparing it to future I really episodes, liked... so my perspective is so different. Okay. But yes. um, I really liked this episode. I um, At the end, uh, the first the first time I watched it, I didn't want it to end. I was like... I, it like, does end kind of suddenly. I was surprised that it was over too. Yeah, there's really no resolution to this one. I mean, we'll get the we'll get there later. But um, I didn't want it to end just because I kind of enjoyed this episode so much. I felt like there was a lot more to experience from it right um yeah yeah i liked it a lot Cute. so it good. starts with miranda and her date nick they're at a dinner party with his friends and they're going around having this conversation that nick initiates about um celebrities that they want that they would have had sex with when they were young so talking about like old hollywood yeah. this is a very chaotic yeah. heterosexual scene and environment it looks like they're all couples and uh-huh. yeah. um their answers were so funny like and because this yeah, was only what, 22 it. years ago and they're referencing veronica lake <laughs> montgomery clift <Yeah>. like <laughs> i was like who the fuck and bing crosby famously was named as uh yeah i threw in a famously uh bing crosby right. though <laughs> bing crosby was named as someone that one of them would have sex with i'm going to look up right now what he looks like he's not hot he's not hot uh, I do. I am very curious, though, who you would choose. This I was is actually a note I wrote down. Who well. would you choose? Okay, Bing perfect. Crosby. Yeah. You would choose Bing Crosby too. Okay, great. That's what I. That's you. also what I wrote no down. No offense so. to him, but no, I would not have sex with Bing Crosby. Yeah. The actress who said that she would fuck Bing Crosby looks like she could be related to Bing Crosby. Uh, that's probably has something to, that probably yeah. to do with it okay but so, like, um, so we're thinking he is not hot he was also very christian Ooh. he was also super religious so and conservative, i'm not so always good go. with like kind of like the past references i'm like one of the models who's like um i don't know charlie sheen um except not charlie okay, um, okay. let me think i don't know who's yours let's start there uh paul newman okay unfortunately okay paul newman i think he's uh paul newman of newman's own uh, yes the, no i know, I know ranch paul dressing. newman i've seen cool hand luke I think he's so attractive. Yeah, he, he also looking. I've he is, read his, is he dead? He's also very kind. I've read his Wikipedia page frontwards and backwards. He was a very good is guy. So that's something else. I yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. Yep. Okay. okay yeah, yeah, this is a very basic one, but I don't want to dwell on this too much. And it's just I think it's a it's a go to. It's got to be Marlon Brando for me. Yeah, he was hot. He was crazy. Yeah, was and just hot. I think yeah, knowing that he was like bisexual and crazy definitely does something for me um um miranda though she chooses sean connery what's the line sean connery yesterday today she, tomorrow, yesterday today forever. and tomorrow i fucking loved he's that, not that um, i'm in the same boat i i think he's so attractive um he i recently rewatched all of the original james bond films oh my god he is so hot i i'm like, looking at, so at young sean connery yes i definitely see it for you and it's and the he's, vibe, he, but the it's thing the is, voice, it's like, yeah. Right, and also, he's not portrayed, I didn't realize this until rewatching them, but he's not really portrayed as, like, a super manly man. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't, like, he doesn't, like, really fight all that much. So you're saying that Sean Connery as James Bond could work at Femboy Hooters? Uh, no, but he would eat there, so. <laughs> right, see, and because you're working there. Of course, yeah, of course. There you go. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so eventually they move into the kitchen and it's just the, the three women, um, Miranda and and two of the women there. And 
Um, they're complimenting her and asking how she met Nick. And eventually it comes out that they made an ultimatum with him that he was no longer allowed to bring models to their dinner party and dinner parties. And then we get this crazy montage of him bringing different models where he's always initiating the same conversation. Mm -hmm. And his straight friends like always have like the same answers. Right. Did you think that was weird? Um, I did, but on the I thought it was brilliant and weird. yeah, I think what it is, though, is that flashback is actually Miranda imagining what the models were like <gasps> at the dinner party. So her only experience is that question. So she's putting them in her shoes. Oh, my God. I that love question. that reading of that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's my canon now. Thank you. <laughs> okay, great. Love that. And um, so Miranda's obviously, like, totally pissed off and devastated. Right. Um so she like takes the bite of the cake and she like has like that great face moment. And then she gets out yeah. of the cab and she dumps him right there, delivers an iconic line. And what am I, your intellectual beard for the evening, <laughs> yeah. which that was oh, great. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. They were on fire for sure. Um, and then just storms off. So right. yeah, Nick is a, that guy was a weirdo, good actor mm-hmm. for like to portray like such a, a super weird person. He's kind of a Ben Stiller knockoff. Like they yeah. wanted Ben Stiller. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, can you imagine Ben Stiller in just like a, a bit part like that? He'd yeah, probably I could actually. Yeah. I actually think that Ben Stiller's too good looking for that role. <laughs> ben Stiller's I think, hot. That's my I answer. Don't, I don't ben think Stiller. So. I'd fuck Ben okay. Stiller. Like Zoolander right. era Ben Stiller. All right. Um, yeah. All right. So Carrie and Miranda meet up at lunch. Um, at this restaurant that Carrie ends up at again at the end of the episode. And then as far as I know, it's never seen again in the whole show. But they show up at this restaurant. And so Carrie and Miranda are talking about this. And Carrie's talking about modelizers. Yeah. That they're like this category of of man that like only dates mm-hmm. models. And I put in my notes that I feel like this like model obsession feels very dated. Okay. Okay. Like, I feel like it's, like, it's this, like, 90s supermodel thing, which is, like, in the age of, like, Instagram influencers is, like, totally right. not a thing anymore. Like, and maybe it's because we're gay. How many times are we going to say that? But it's How true. many times are you going to say that? <laughs> How many times am I going to say that? I feel like I, the men that I think are really, really hot are actually usually not models. Yeah. I'm not attracted to many models. But, and, like, model is such a broad category now in a way that I guess right. maybe it wasn't then. Yeah. Um, but it's, so I guess it's, um, I don't know, what did you think of that? Just the just the term modelizer or the concept of yeah, the or, and Yeah, and that Carrie's, like, making, and I guess this is kind of getting into, yeah, the concept of the whole episode. Yeah. But, like, Carrie's kind of, like, getting into this thing of, like, that there's this type of guy that, uh-huh. like, only dates models. Like, not only dates beautiful women. I guess here's what it is. They're using model and beautiful women, like, interchangeably. Uh, I don't think so. I think she, I think she means literally only like only the people only women. Right. In the case of the people that she's talking about, it's literally only models. But like she, Carrie is conflating model with like unattainably beautiful woman. And I'm saying okay. in a 2020 context, it's very things are very different now. In a way okay. That I think is kind yeah. Of interesting. That's I agree. Um, yeah. I guess how I feel about models is my 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 closest relationship to that industry is um i had a friend in high school whose older brother dated lindsey wixon who's also famously from my hometown um right so they dated um and yeah i think lindsey wixon seems like a really kind person and she has a great laugh so well that's gonna get into this very models being nice and perhaps good people goes right into this next conversation where they're all in Miranda's apartment Uh and it opens with Miranda saying that she thinks that models are lazy and stupid and should be shot on site. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then force fed. Very normal. And then force fed large. She says later in the scene. Yeah. So like this is very normal behavior from Miranda, not alarming at all. (laughs) Um, This would totally, this would totally play really well on Twitter Right. I think if she started saying things like this. Yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy. Miranda is so insecure. So, so insecure. <laughs> and it's sad. I it's guess. Sad. I guess. Um, I loved this scene, though. The, the, I loved, like, there were these little moments of, like, um, Charlotte, who's, like, barely in this episode. This is her only scene. Um, yeah. Charlotte's talking, and she's like, you know, in some cultures, 
huge women with mustaches are considered beautiful. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, Sam- and Samantha just throws in, I think Kim Cattrall probably ad-libbed this, but she throws in a, why are you looking at me when you say yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, th- there's these little throwaway lines in the scene that I thought made it like very like cute. And I was like, oh, I want to be eating Chinese food with them so bad. Yeah. I also really uh, like the scene. I know last week you were talking about how the uh, Miranda's birthday party scene in that restaurant made you miss like going out and eating. And I didn't feel that. But when I saw this scene, I did miss this idea a lot. Like just yes. hanging out, relaxing. And they said, it's just like a Tuesday night, like just hanging out right. on a Tuesday night. That oh, I miss yeah. that so uh, much. I yeah. miss that too. Wow. Yeah. So they're all talking about their insecurities and Carrie's trying to gas them up or whatever. And so they all go through like something that they hate. Charlotte hates her thighs. This mm-hmm. Okay. So, this made me think of Mean Girls. Okay. Remember the scene in Mean Girls where like uh, maybe it's like my nail beds suck. And then and then Katie at the end is like, I have really bad breath in the morning, and they're like, ew. I believe Are you, you. too young? Are you too uh, young for this? No, I've I've seen You were mean... born the year that Mean Girls came out. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gay. Given that you're 16. And I'm, oh, I'm not straight. gay. I don't I don't okay. do gay shit. I mean I've I've seen Mean Girls multiple times, but I don't know it line for line. Like I this is my first time it's watching really Second Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad that I didn't know so much about it. But anyway, Charlotte hates her thighs. Miranda hates her chin. Carrie hates her nose. Samantha yeah. loves the way she looks. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah, but we Miranda says, well, you should. You paid a lot for it or, or whatever she says. That's yeah. And then line. Samantha's like, I've literally never had plastic surgery, which is so I'm just like, why did Miranda say that? Yeah. Well, because Miranda's <laughs> out for blood all day long. I love Miranda that. is fired up about this modelizer. She's yeah. like, I mm-hmm. cannot fucking believe that this guy only dates models she was like so taken aback um so we get into a little bit of the fourth wall breaking stuff i loved this scene actually (laughs) it's so stupid i want to hear what you think of it (laughs) i fucking loved it um so it opens up to these two women on all of them are well maybe i think actually there's like a little bottom texting that says their name but i didn't write it down these two well, women it's named ashley spelled a-s-h capital l-e-i-g-h right it's ashley b no last name ashley yeah. B. but then the next one who's standing like on that like deck thing and she's like having her makeup done and they're taking pictures of her <laughs> her name icon. is fucking zandrella oh my god i miss zandrella <laughs> zandrella yeah i love oh her she's so great um oh. i loved that this little scene though i didn't like at the end though when that girl was like actually i'm very intelligent i'm really literary i i read a lot I can sit down and read a magazine from cover to cover or something like that. I didn't like that. That was very dumb. Well, it's, yeah. and it's always coming from this place of like, <laughs> um, I don't know, the the people working on this show, like arguably having like weird feelings about certain types of women. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought that the male model was an icon. I also loved like, cause he was just like talking about like, I'm assuming women, he seemed straight, but maybe not. Um, like buying him like a juicer that was funny right, and then yeah. also Zandrella talks about someone buying her a breast job not a yes. job but a breast job yeah a breast job very, that nuance of the phrase breast job yeah I fucking love her accent too it's like yeah it was so I love like a like a you can't place it European accent it's she I feel like she's Belgian uh because she sounds exactly like um the girl in pulp fiction uh bruce willis's girlfriend i can't remember her name but she's like yeah not you can't place it european and then i looked her up later and she's belgian and i was like they have the same accent she's definitely belgian so nice so and then we move on to barkley um what's the deal with the name sorry okay first of all with the name yeah absolutely i have an extensive um historical note on this so this is a little bit too deep into my personal life but barkley um is the name of my mother's stuffed dog that she had when she was a child (laughs) which we still have uh there's like a running tradition in my family of people keeping their stuffed animals for a long period of time so my mom has her her dog Barkley and I have my dog um so it's sort of this (laughs) what's your what's your dog's name uh (laughs) so when I was a kid I loved um meta humor um sure so my stuffed dog's name is good dog there you go that's great yeah that's awesome um yeah anyways Bucking Barkley um what's your take on his name 
I think his name is very stupid. I also think that this character was great and very stupid. Really? <laughs> I, well, I love that, like, um, we're already talking about, like, trust fund artists in Soho in 1998. Yeah. Like, I'm so yeah. glad that, like, this has been a thing that's existed for a long time. Although I yeah. guess they'd be in, like, Bushwick now. But uh, I'm talking about it like I'm fucking from New York. I'm so embarrassing. But um, Barkley is very confident. Um, did you think he was cute? I guess there's like he had a cute energy to him, kind of. Right. Um, Just this very kind of like young confidence. I, you know, this I little twinkle in his eye. You know, yeah. As as all gay men do, I certainly have a type, and I guess he is. He's approximately closer to my 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 more you know traditional type um but i am so much a person that needs someone's personality to be good to feel anything for them and i fucking hated him yeah Um, i have down that he is like american psycho like he's like the artist version of the american psycho guy yeah good take i was really like carrie's reaction to watching the videos of him fucking the models so that's what happens he records himself fucking models and without their consent presumably and she i love that the cigarette appears like mid cut and then she's like okay i i need a light and i was like yeah same because this guy's clearly fucking psycho and i would never want to hang out with him ever again after that yeah um and but what he says when he introduces the his films he says this is my real art okay let's (laughs) put that in a box this is my real art but i can't show the public dot 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 yet what does that mean what is is he like predicting like the age of i mean the internet did exist at this point although it was not very widespread i'm wondering if he was like thinking like you know someday or what do you think i don't know my my first thought was oh my god is he thinking about like the statue of limitations on filming someone without their consent like what the fuck this is i i mean i know that's probably not what was thought of when they were yeah well that's a horrible implication yeah like oh god oh gross uh yeah so that scene's fucking weird um but funny carrie and skipper are catching up suddenly outside yeah um and skipper's letting eating hot dogs as you do probably in central park right because they're in manhattan not new york but manhattan right um and skipper is just completely obsessed with miranda because he has great taste Mm -hmm. um and he's been calling and calling but she won't call back and he's like doing the typical thing of like oh has she said anything about me and carrie's like nope um and is like clearly trying to like keep this chill but he like can't be chill so he pulls out his cell phone and he asks carrie to call miranda for him and ask yeah. her with him standing right in front of her. <laughs> and, and this is the blocking in the scene was so like anxiety inducing. I don't yeah. know if it's just because of COVID or like other things, but it's like she agrees and she's like, oh, it's her machine, which is like such a like, okay, like, no. Well, she pulled the antenna out I did, of her teeth. That, yeah, that freaked me out, obviously, for COVID reasons. Oh, yeah. And then like, you know, Skipper immediately grabs his phone back from Carrie. Right. Yeah. so it's like well, carrie didn't really have anything to do with this you just called miranda again and right. she didn't pick up right yeah and then you left her a really weird message where you said now you have to call me back cause, because because i'm know, standing I, right next to carrie yeah because yeah. I, I i kind of emotionally extorted your best friend yeah 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 so i realized that i was being a little bit of a skipper apologist last week out of like this sort of um this kinship that i felt with him and i just want to let you and also all of our listeners know that i have abandoned that you know i, I think kind of, that Go ahead, yeah. sorry, you finished your No, apology. I was just going to say that I kind of, since the last time I... <laughs> yeah, I'm going on my apology tour. Since the last time I watched Sex in the City, I I kind of had forgotten about Skipper. And so watching him in that first episode, I was like, I kind of forgot, like, what would be coming. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, I think I maybe went a little bit too hard on him last week, admittedly. I, okay, I don't so we're think, kind of meeting in the middle now. With yeah, him. I don't think he's as bad as I presented him, but this certainly did not help his case. Where he like, he is yeah extorting Carrie for her access to Miranda, and he's like, call her right now. I'm standing right next yeah. to you. We like, like he like, ripped the bandaid off. Yeah, but it yeah. also makes you wonder like, is he just hanging out with Carrie to get to Miranda now? Like, what is what's the point? Like, we didn't. I don't see... think so because my understanding is that Carrie and Skipper were like friends he was kind of in somehow like right. in a circle already yeah so right. like i don't i don't think that he's on but i mean right now yeah he seems pretty single-minded right 
For um, sure. Yeah. Have so, you ever been on an, have you ever been on like Carrie's side of this where a, like a friend is like has a crush on your friend and is making you do crazy shit like this? Um I'm trying to think. Um maybe? I I I don't think I've had to do anything like insane. Like half I I don't think anyone has made me call my friend and Right. Yeah. What about you? I guess same. If we're to, if we're only if we're only making comparisons, if it meets like the very... I I did have a situation where I had two yeah. friends who were sort of starting a thing, and they called me really early in the morning, like seven a.m. This was on like a Saturday, and they were like, "We need you to come to coffee with us." And I was like, "No, I'm like, you called me out of nowhere, and you like <laughs> this was not planned. I need like at least like two hours, okay." And they were like, get up, like, we're getting coffee right now. And I was like, why? I'm so confused. And they were like, it's because we don't know how to interact without you. Like, I introduced them, whatever. Um, nothing ever happened there. What but they the did fuck? Make me go so they were on a coffee date and they decided that you had to be there? Uh, they were not on the date yet. I had to be the mediator. Like, it, they were like, it was like, as, it was as if they were like trying to go on a date, but they couldn't say it was a date. So they were like, you have to come with us. So it's not a date. Um, that's extremely weird and messed up yeah nothing <laughs> happened no, yeah nothing happened there um we're actually all good friends now and, and they're good friends and one of them's married now but um yeah that was that's the closest i come to that and that that was not a situation that were like they were like i feel like skipper is like still a stranger to miranda like they've met once yes um so right. that was a different situation yeah um then it cuts to a fashion show that Stanford has gotten Carrie in. Carrie wants to go to the fashion show so she can do research on models and thereby modelizers. Um, and so Stanford has his client, Derek, a.k.a. The Bone, in the, the show. The Bone. The yeah. Bone. Um, so he's in the show. They're backstage um, watching all of the models get dressed and things. Um, Stanford continues his, like... In the first episode, it was more subtle, but in this episode, he's more openly into Derek his client yeah um, like this yeah. like we kind of I have so many <laughs> very <laughs> serious thoughts yeah, about this ahead. yeah uh, so I feel like in the first episode we were kind of getting this little tease of like oh like Stanford's the gay character and so you know he <laughs> might be a little bit of a sex pest but like we can't like really tell and now yeah. it's like mask off like this man is a pervert he's like obsessed with his client it's like super unprofessional he's uh -huh. like like, you know, that they're making Stanford seem like kind of incompetent or like a total idiot, which like it's this informed idiocy because it like if you go off of just like his job and like uh -huh. what he does, like he apparently this is the best underwear model in the world, ostensibly. <laughs> and Stanford represents him, so he must be a very like respected and successful talent agent. Right. Right. But he seems like a like like really like this Ken doll would like turn this man into like a blubbering mess. Like that's it's funny. Like, trust me, I'm laughing, like it's a great scene, but I'm like really it yeah. like i like he like he has no backbone at all like i'm not saying it's a homophobic stereotype but like might be a little <laughs> bit i don't know gay yeah, guys man, wrote it it's fine it's fine did gay the gay man write it. this episode i've been trying to keep track of, i don't know of don't that know. <laughs> um because there's actually an interesting um guest writer coming up in these first few episodes that okay. i want to talk about when it comes up but um yeah, Darren Starr wrote this episode, and he's gay, as far as I know. So yeah, okay. Um, you know, they're making fun of themselves, maybe. Right. Um, there was there was something I I wanted to point out about this scene, which I didn't pick up until the second watch. Um, so this is kind of skipping ahead, but it but it is important. It does flow. So um, Carrie is introduced to Stanford introduces Carrie to his client Derek, aka the Bone, and um, they have this sort of like exchange. Stanford's like. Carrie, Carrie writes in the paper, she writes a column and he's like, cool. <laughs> um, and they have this exchange and Stanford really like doesn't let him really speak. He kind of does all the talking and he's like, mm -hmm. you know, we were just passing his billboard and Derek said he wanted a piece of it at like maybe his nose. But I said, you should get your underwear. And so when women ask you, you know, what, how big are you? You can say 14 feet and you know, everyone laughs. <laughs> okay, whatever. However, I didn't realize that this part was actually important. Later on, which we'll get there, when Derek is at Carrie's house, he says, right, I hate my nose. nose. Yeah. 
I didn't pick that up until the second watch. That's so sad. He's an obsessive. He he is he's a perfectionist of himself. That's really sad. Yeah. I would not want to live that way. Although yeah. if I did live that way, I would be a lot hotter. <laughs> so that's uh, which that's brings hard up for me. a question for you. Did you do you think that the bone is hot? Do you think he's hot? He is good looking, but he's not hot. Yeah. Right. Um, you know what I mean? I thought that when he was only in underwear, I felt nothing for him. I thought he was very boring. You're and... so fucking boring. You're such a nun. But then when he was wearing clothes, I thought he was I like 10 times hotter. So <laughs> you are literally like you're a parody of yourself at this point. Am I? That's I don't think like oh, I don't know <laughs> what people I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you, but I'm, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this personalization this um as I'm learning more about you by doing this podcast with you i'm like i'm thinking of you as this very this very chaste um god fearing (laughs) kind of person i will say one of the most recent people that i've had sex with um while we were having sex their 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 comment was wow you're a lot more gentle than i expected you to be i didn't i didn't know how to take that at the time but thinking about it now i think i'm a very gentle person i think i'm kind i think i'm patient and I think overall, I love to make them laugh. So there you go. I would not dream of disagreeing. So I won't. <laughs> um, oh, well, Stanford closes the scene. Sorry, I had one more note because Stanford closes the scene with like, they're like, oh, is he gay? And yeah. then he's like, well, how could anyone that gorgeous be straight? Yeah, right. Which that I liked. That I liked. <laughs> um, so we're at the front row of the fashion show. Right. Samantha's there suddenly, mm-hmm. of course, she's invited. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk really quickly about this is kind of a running theme in the show, and this is definitely a really strong opening example of it. Is like it's crazy to me how like this show makes things like fashion shows seem so uncool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on with this fashion show? Like, everybody is like coming out in these like very like 2000s, like kind of like a more upscale or like more adult version of like Delia's like very like late nineties, early two thousands, like women's wear. And then, but Derek is inexplicably there only wearing like a pair of fucking Uniqlo black boxer briefs. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he also stops halfway through the runway. Like he doesn't, cause he's walking right next to somebody else. Right. It looked like he was supposed to be like accompanying her or something, but yeah. it's like she's fully clothed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, why didn't every model have like a male model partner? I have questions. And also it's just like, why the fuck? How the fuck do Samantha and fucking Samantha Jones, a fucking PR exec who lives on the Upper East Side, have a front row seat at one of these shows? Maybe fashion <laughs> shows are way more boring than than I'm, I'm thinking of them as being way more like star studded and cool. Like this seemed like mm-hmm. very like not that. I kind of I kind of believe that they're boring in real life. I've, right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I've never been anywhere near one, but I I've seen the uh, Alexander McQueen documentary. You know, I I've right, seen it. Right. Um, it's well. I feel like the front row is usually like fashion journalists correct, and stuff like that. So correct. again, I'm just kind of like, how, how is Samantha up there? Like, I don't well, <laughs> yeah. maybe a better question. How is Barkley in the second row? Well, he's a modelizer, so, so, he's, so he's an industry insider, I suppose, in some way. But my yeah, a bigger about insider, I don't even yeah, know. Her. Right? Yeah. Um, a bigger question though is how is Samantha at the front at the front row, and have a free seat to give to Carrie? <laughs> I'm like, assuming that Carrie had a seat. Like maybe Stanford hooked her up with a seat. Maybe I don't know. That's just like it's just kind of funny. I don't know. It's it's funny to me. Yeah, it's a weird scene. But anyway, Samantha's horny for Barkley. Right. Immediately. Yeah, of course. Uh, obviously. I, I mean, love I, the way that she asked, how did she ask if he was gay? She said, she straight says, up or with a twist. No, she says martini. <laughs> yeah, martini straight up or with a twist. And Carrie says straight Ooh. up. Yeah. Straight up. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Um, so they leave that hanging and then they're at right. the after party. Right. And Carrie's stuffing her face with appetizers. Have you ever been to a party where, they, where they're doing these little amuse bouche or whatever? Or d'oeuvres. Yeah, I've never experienced this. Not even at, um, like a wedding. I've been to a couple of weddings as an adult, and I've never experienced this. I've hosted a party that had hors d'oeuvres, but it was not fun. <laughs> also, it's like, but I mean, like being carted around by somebody, and like they're on little toothpicks, and you take one. Yeah, no, I've never been to something like that before. So. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> That's very foreign to me. That it looked delicious. Yeah, she 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 said what it was. She was going in. I'm assuming she didn't have dinner. Right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so then Mr. Big walks in and we're we're like reintroduced to Mr. Big. He looks so right. fucking 
He looks so fucking good in this scene. Yeah, he does. He does. Something about him in season one, I did not, I wasn't prepared. Um, there's So that's happening. And I'm, I loved this. I think this might've been my favorite scene in the episode. Um, I love the way, I loved his body language in the scene, the way that he's like getting a little bit closer to her. You can like tell that he's interested, but I he's agree. also like kind of playing games with her a little bit because he's got this model with him. So they're talking yeah. about the model thing because he's been reading her column. <laughs> right yeah it's cute and yeah and he's like it's cute which is like he's trying so hard to be chill but like he's he's really yeah. not on the inside right. um and he's like questioning her point of view again just like he did at the end of the last episode and like making uh-huh. her nervous and then misha misha his date yeah comes over and she says that she feels like she's wearing patchouli right uh yeah you can just misha's uh, just, fucking hot by the way oh, misha is gorgeous yeah yeah for sure but um, it's just um it's like this whole thing of like this i guess it's like you know mr big at this point is this like guy that she's like he's totally out of my league so like compare him to someone like barkley who's just this kind of like sleazy right like, modelizer like mr big's not a modelizer right but he's, he's fucking models anyway so like are they all just fucking models like what's right going on? yeah um i like i really liked two parts of this scene uh the first is when she talks about the model thing and he says, she says, what do you, how do you feel about men who only date models? And he says, well, I think they're very lucky. <laughs> I know. I think that was a very uninteresting and very kind of not, not very thoughtful, um, the way that they wrote his answer. Really? I thought it was. I would think he'd have something more interesting to say. I thought it was that. really sweet because I thought it was like coy. Like I thought it was just something off the cuff. Like I felt like that was, that's a real response that someone could have. And right. Life. For sure. I guess I just like, um, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But, but there was this, um, like they're talking and then the camera pans. Uh, it does like a, like a, like it kind of twirls around them to the other side. So you're kind of like when he's talking, when Mr. Big's talking, you're kind of looking from Carrie's angle. And then there's right. a point where the it's, camera, it's so close. It's this tiny little yes. after party and it all feels so close. That was uh, definitely that made it but the yeah the pan thing though like that felt i don't know what it was about it but it felt like really magical and very romantic like the the Mm -hmm. i don't know i can't explain it i just i got chills when that when that happened so i liked that bit a lot yeah me too very yeah very good and and chris knopf he's just he's so good i can't say it enough um so she says i thought i had come to terms with my looks when i turned 30 (laughs) <laughs> right yeah which is like something that i feel like someone would would someone i know would tweet that's something i'm gonna tweet yeah right tonight. yeah tonight <laughs> uh, and then so samantha runs over right after mr big leaves and she's very excited because berkeley's been hitting on her and she wants him to tape them having sex so bad right kind of i kind of love it i love it yeah yeah she's into it because i she's into it and she's the, she's a right match for Barkley because she's totally just like I don't give a fuck about this like 27 year old douchebag like I just want him to have sex with me so that I, I can get taped having sex <laughs> she that's but all also, she cares about right but she wants to get taped having sex because he only tapes models and he only has exactly. sex with models that's... and again it's this, it's this valorization of like and like this whole thing and this actually came up like during the fourth wall breaking like interview bit and I meant to ask you like their kind of the thesis statement of that whole thing is like that beauty gets you whatever you want yeah beauty right. equals power right. like being and again it's like and if you're a model that means that you're beautiful so if you're a model that means you have power mm-hmm. so it's like and, which is samantha's whole thing she's like i want to be treated on the same level as a model even if i'm not a model because right. i'm a very beautiful woman right so do you think that beauty is as powerful as these as these models and as as the women on the show and the men think um Pretty much. I hate to be so pessimistic, but <laughs> I mean, like the same. Um, <laughs> yeah, like sad, but... everyone's like, would you trade any part of your like? Uh, I guess the thing about I mean, or like, would you trade your humor or your intelligence to be hot? Fuck yeah, hell 100%. yeah, hundred percent in a Never, heartbeat. I would actually pay for that surgery. Yeah, yeah, like myself. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it. <laughs> I mean, like I. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like um beautiful people have access to a lot of things that the rest of us don't. Um and those sort of things like be it tangible or intangible mm-hmm. really like add up, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's cumulative. But like I mean right. cuz like pr- okay, so pretty privilege. Yeah. 
like people want to say that it's not a thing, but it's a thing. <laughs> I mean, like, look at the world that we live in on Twitter. Right. Yeah. Like you literally see it every day. It's yeah. just kind of like, oh, right. Like this person looks like that. Therefore, <laughs> they have a bigger platform. People listen to them. People care about what they have to say. Uh-huh. They can, um, you know, direct resources and attention at causes that are important to them because they have that <laughs> platform. That, like, I'm serious. Like, I'm like, I'm almost thinking about it less like in terms of like Instagram models, but more just thinking about like really hot activists. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like maybe a really niche <laughs> kind of category, but it's just kind of like you know, like oh, like people want to fuck them, so they're gonna follow them for that reason, and then maybe right. they'll accidentally like I don't know, get radicalized. Yeah, but it's just, I mean like. like- What's the? It's totally ridiculous, and I'm complaining the, about. I sound like an incel complaining about it, but it's just kind an of, insult, it's annoying. Yeah. The whole concept of catfishing relies right. on the idea of quote unquote pretty privilege, or at least pretty access, right? Like, it's impossible to say that there's that pretty people don't get <laughs> more things because catfishing exists, <laughs> right? Like it's, that proves it alone. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, maybe it was a dumb question. I feel like it's kind of obvious, but like... Enough discourse for the evening. Um, <laughs> I disagree, not enough. Samantha, I love when she goes over to the mirror and like looks at herself right before the scene ends. I think that's a really good way to end the scene is her like checking herself out in the mirror to make sure that she, like to remind herself that she's a model, right? Right. Yeah. If you just carry yourself the right way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You just try hard enough. I and mean, she, she's very beautiful. I'm not saying that she has to try that hard, but you know what I mean? She's kind of right. just like, okay, I might not be a model with a capital right. M. Yeah. But like, I could be. Uh, um, so, so Carrie leaves the party. Uh, she says she feels invisible. Oh, um, sis. But as soon as she says, I feel invisible, um, she gets a, a cab and Derek aka the bone oh my god shows up behind her and he's like hey are you going home and she's like yeah and he's like can i go with you <laughs> so many like beta men in this episode which yeah i just love right yeah like, you have derek not all of them but a lot of them like you have derek you have skipper, skipper. you have stanford certainly um <laughs> i guess maybe those are the only three but they're all yeah these totally like beta like right like oh, like please like the uh, the fingers and like the pleading eye emoji yeah like yeah. is for me meme yeah that very that <laughs> with with derek have so if okay this is what i'm curious about because i kind of like not knowing the rest of what was to pan out in the episode when he shows up and he's like are you going home? Can I go with you? Um, my reaction was like, fuck no, leave. I'm going home. I'm going to go to bed. Leave me the fuck alone. Um, but even she's if- doing research about models. Hello. Think- she says to herself, the things you got to do in the name of research. And then right, makes that like, she- square pegs face. It was so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, she thinks they're going to fuck. Um, I, I, I just, I hate that sort of thing. I would say no, and I'd go home and go to sleep. <laughs> That's a good thing. There's not a TV show about your life. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be extremely fucking boring. You're, you're meeting models and designing Fair. not to have sex with them. Yeah. There you go. Um, so they're back at our place and she's asking why he's not with a model. And he says that he thinks the models are stupid, which is kind of ironic because Derek is really not especially bright himself um he's like they're talking about their self-consciousness and this scene felt very familiar to me because i feel like i've definitely been in situations like grinder dates and stuff where i meet up with the guy i'm not trying to be rude here but i meet up with the guy maybe he's very hot or cute and we're on the bed we're talking like whatever and it's just kind of i'm realizing i'm just like man you are so beautiful but like holy fuck you are so stupid right Hmm. like I don't, I don't, that's personally... ever happened to you. I don't, I'm not trying to say that I go around like being like, I'm like, I'm mega mind and like everyone that I meet is an idiot. That's not true. Maybe Sounds... I'm the stupid one. Have you considered that? Maybe I'm the pretty stupid one that goes over to guys' houses and they're like, man, you're really fucking hot, but boy, are you dumb? And I'm like, well, I just kind of, the, like he's not giving her like anything. Like when he says the thing about like, I think it depends on with his nose. He's like, you know, I think my nose is kind of big, but I think it depends on my hair. It's like such a nothing statement. <laughs> I don't know. I don't because she's like, I think I know what you mean, and she's like, obviously being sarcastic. I, I guess don't. I don't. I didn't feel that he was especially dumb. I mean, like he doesn't. He seems very shallow and I don't know hollow. But he doesn't. Well, seem he dumb. said that he asked her what she wants to be when she grows up. She asks him the same thing, and he says that he wants to move back to Iowa and become a cop. So is he dumb <laughs> or not? I think he's dumb. 
I I don't know. I think he's I just think he is very self I think he's a perfectionist, but I think he's also very self-absorbed in a way that doesn't allow him to see beyond himself. So I I don't necessarily think that he's stupid. I mean, he used the word neurotic, right? Like <laughs> But he like used it incorrectly. Like I didn't get any impression from him that he's neurotic. I yeah, okay, that's He fair. seems so normal. I think he I in my opinion he was using the word neurotic incorrectly. <laughs> Okay, I think I thought I thought he was kind of charming. I thought he was sort of charming. He's charming. I'm not saying he's not charming, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, Carrie, I reacted. I think the way that I would have reacted in that scene where she was just kind of like, okay, like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, like you know what, you're right. Let's just lay here. Like she like didn't want to take advantage of him because he was such a he was such a like baby deer, you know? Right. (laughs) Um, So then um, Miranda is at a bodega. And Skipper walks in, and I love how the 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 cashier's like just the cat food, and she's just like the cat just food. the cat food, just the cat food. Yeah, it's so mean because Miranda. I hate when people, I hate when people give me fucking lip, and Miranda does that a lot. Like people who she's interacting with, like are trying her, and she like just does not allow it. Like, she <laughs> cuts it off right there. Um, I love this scene. Do you want to do you want to act it out? Hey. Oh. Hi, Skipper. So, like, how come you haven't been returning any of my calls? I'm sorry. It's just been a really busy week. I thought we had a connection. Oh, I don't know. Can I get my change? Do you get this way with every guy that you're with? No, it's just... Don't you want to go out with a girl your own age? It's got nothing to do with age. I think you are luminous. You think I'm luminous? Totally. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. Let me just pay for my cabin crunch. There's cereal at my place. I love this scene so much. Right, yeah. I do too. I like it a lot. There's cereal at my place. I feel like you said that before. <laughs> Me? <laughs> or like, yes. I, I was getting you energy from Miranda in this scene because I feel like you are so... I, I just... You have like business bitch energy. Uh-huh. Okay. Sometimes. It's your it's your earth signery. Okay. I, think, I feel like it's know, accurate. Yeah. Your earth sign antics are just very kind of like, all right, sure. Come on. Like, yeah. you big idiot. Like, let's yeah. go. It was just very, it was very cute. Um, and I feel like without her really saying that much, you get a lot of insight into her psyche. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think the most character building you get in the scene, though, is when Skipper says, let me pay for my Apple Jacks. <laughs> it was Captain Crunch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Captain Crunch. Sorry, wrong branding. <laughs> um, but I, and, I, yeah, I mean, dear God, I mean, it's like, a, it's a joke. Yeah, it's so, it is a joke it's so hard to um, like this, how do, like this person doesn't seem very real um or maybe he is real i don't know i'm i'm 27 i'm skipper's age i don't eat cereal i this just it just reminds me though of when two of my friends got married and i i love them very dearly but um they bought a house a few years ago and when they bought a house my first reaction was okay honey you're buying a house with a guy who only owns graphic tees like right <laughs> I, I just like, like you're like a, this is enough for me yeah this like, is it yeah i mean the marriage was one thing but then like the the house was i was like okay now you're bringing finances into it okay wow um that was my reaction to this scene uh but totally i i but i i i would still go through with it though like i would do the same thing that miranda would do i don't know if i'd say i don't know if i'd be that smooth um but uh (laughs) yeah i would i would still be like all right he likes captain crunch whatever we're still gonna fuck yeah and so they do off camera yeah off camera yeah um meanwhile (laughs) oh yeah meanwhile speaking of fucking um, on camera barkley is boinking samantha yeah they say boinking do people wow. say boinking? Yeah, you said boinking, um, which is like... It's just, uh, you know what it is? It's that this particular sex 
was yeah, boinking to it's me. boinking. I hate so that I went word. That one for boinking. I hate it too. The more you say it, the stupider it sounds. Uh, yeah. Um. So they're fucking, and she asks about the camera, and he's like, he only tapes models. Uh, and if I were Samantha, my pussy would dried up <laughs> so fast hearing him say that. Like, hello, I'm asking you about the camera. You know that I want you to turn on, go and fucking turn on the right. camera. I don't even give a yeah. fuck if you hit record. Mm-hmm. Go get the fucking camera out. Hello. But he's an idiot, but he's a jackass. So he's like, oh, I only tape models. I, I put in my nose, why does she do this to herself? Yeah, right. Like, I feel like she has this, like, I don't know, it's like it's the self-punishing tendency where she's just like, oh, you think I'm not a fucking model? Like, you fucking watch. Like, let's go. I'm Samantha Jones. Yeah, it's a right. lot. Right. Um, so he turns on the camera for her basically just to humor her and she gives the performance of a lifetime. She floored it. <laughs> Are right. you kidding me? She looks yeah. so good. She totally upstages him. It's epic. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it seems like he also enjoys having sex to the camera. So she does it better than him. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She... I mean, she basically, I hope that he goes back and watches that video because some of the, okay, to bump all the way back to when he was showing Carrie the videos, like some of the faces that he was making were like so like you know like i hope i didn't say this last week because i feel like maybe it happened then too but you know you know like the jack nicholson eyebrows yeah yeah you just watched the shining i did i did i just watched the shining i totally yeah his, yeah i meant to say sorry the stanley kubrick eyebrows yeah the stanley kubrick eyebrows yeah like jack nicholson in the shining where he's got the fucking crazy eyebrows like barkley's giving you those in a yeah. lot of those scenes it's not cute but yeah samantha that was a masterclass. We could <laughs> yeah. all, all we could all learn from her. Yeah, you know, if yeah. you're gonna make an alt. <laughs> yeah, check out Samantha Jones. Yeah, yeah. I need to um, check her out. Um, so then the next morning, uh, the morning after, uh, Stanford calls Carrie, and he's, <laughs> he's worried <laughs> about Derek. Yeah. Uh, to which she says, do you want to take it from here? I mean, I feel like this is a really you territory. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, <laughs> because, I, because I obsess over men who don't want me? Um, because I feel like you really... Historically? I, I feel like you put yourself in Stanford a lot. I feel like you identify with Stanford very heavily. I don't know if that's true or not. I just feel like when you talk is about Stanford, Can you remind me, is Stanford smoking a cigarette in this scene? Uh, I don't think so. He's in a bathrobe. I wish he was smoking a cigarette in the scene. He's just, he's, I actually don't relate to Stanford that much in this scene, but thank you for that anyway, Andrew. I was just going to say that he's clearly just, he, he feels, he has this possessiveness to him. He's yeah. just so kind of like Derek is my client. Derek is like my little piece of eye candy. Like Derek yeah. is like my like gateway into this like culture of like good looking people that I want to be a part of so badly. And so he's just so, and he's just so, he's has this huge, like puppy dog crush on right. this on this doofus who wants to be a cop. Mm-hmm. I just can't get over it. And he's like, "How could you?" Um, but obviously, since they didn't have sex, this means that Derek is actually gay, which is a totally normal reaction, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you feel about the scene comparing the earlier scene with Skipper and Carrie, who essentially does the same thing, right? Like he's asking Carrie about Miranda. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's. It's different, I think. I agree. Though the context has to be so different because of Stanford. I mean, not technically being Derek's boss, but you but know, also having like he's, a client he's, relationship with Derek. He's not holding Carrie hostage either, saying like, "You, you solved this issue for me." Like he's calling. He doesn't know that they're together, right. so it does just really speak to the way that Carrie does always manage to just get right in the middle of some bullshit with right. people all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, true. Like she does it twice in one episode. Yeah. um we get a quick update from nick models are ruining his life i love this (laughs) he's like all slovenly like and like stumbling out of his apartment or whatever and he's like i'm 34 and i can't fucking do this anymore (laughs) i can't fucking do this anymore man you know it's gotta retire soon (laughs) you have to retire yeah i wish we had i i feel like there's some deleted footage though of models treating him like shit though i wish we could have seen some of that like like what are models right. doing the b-roll of yeah. models driving him crazy yeah, yeah. i would have loved to um, see that yeah i think they're just so sick of hearing him talk about veronica lake <laughs> i don't know what else it could be i i had to look her up too she's very beautiful 
Okay. Um, yeah. So we we're getting into the end of the episode. We cut back to Carrie. She's working at the cafe, and yeah. Mr. Big just shows up. Yeah. Um, he thinks that while there's a lot of beautiful women out there, eventually you just want to be with the one who makes you laugh. <laughs> and then he presumably just walks away. This is emotional terrorism. <laughs> is it? I I've never heard that before, but okay. I think that he's 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 trying so he wants he's really working hard right now. I think. Uh-huh. to pull Carrie in but the thing is Mr. Big working hard doesn't look like having to work that hard uh-huh. because he's Mr. Big right. like the, the charisma and the like gravitas is very like just kind of natural for him mm-hmm. and so his him he's kind of like a little wink and a nudge like hey like yeah I know I was fucking that model when I saw you at the party but you might have a chance with me babe like just maybe because you make me laugh yeah but like he's not going to say that outright he's not going to ever like really kind of like I mean, they don't know each other that well at this point, so maybe he doesn't owe her this, right? But it's just kind of like, you know, like, he's not really putting all of himself out there because he really wants to kind of maintain this power imbalance, I think, between the two. Right. Women. Yeah, I, I uh, agree with that. That's a very cold take. I think pr- everybody feels this way about <laughs> Carrie and Mr. Big's dynamic at this point. But I, yeah. I really don't know how I feel about Mr. Big at this point. I think he's obviously incredibly charming. But um, when I saw this scene, both in the first watch and the second watch, I um this is this is going to sound so dumb. I haven't really processed it, but um I feel like he is like omnipotent in a way. Like he's like god mm-hmm. in the in this episode at least. Like he shows well, up he at- always manages to be like this is before social media and he right. always manages to be wherever she is, which is right. wild because they yeah. I don't think they have each other's phone numbers at this point. Right. Yeah. But then also he's the one that like at least in these first two episodes has come and thrown a wrench in the in the scheme like in in her thinking the entire time right like the first episode she's like oh i just want to fuck like a man and not feel anything and then he's like you've never been in love and she's like wamp wamp i guess i haven't whatever and then this episode she's like men just want to fuck models and here's what it's about men just want beauty blah 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 blah. and then he shows up and and obviously like mr big has had a model or two in his day I mean, uh, he had one in this episode. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, and then he's like, but ultimately, I realized it means nothing, and I just want someone that I care about, right? Uh, and she then revises her thinking on it. Like, he's the one who's sort of, like, throwing a wrench in, in the system here. Another right. godlike thing. Like, uh, totally. omnipotent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I um, I agree. I think that's on point. Um well, gosh, I think that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I yeah, this episode did kind of leave me wanting more. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite episode of the show. I'll tell you that right now. I liked it. <laughs> I love that you liked it. Um, yeah, I thought it was really nice and sweet, except for the so, fucking weird American psycho Barkley bullshit. Other than like, Barkley, yeah, Barkley's God. canceled. We don't yeah. we don't fuck with Barkley. Yeah. If you're gonna tape your sex partners, you need consent. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. So, um, hot topics. Yeah. Um, okay, so mine, my hot topic. Uh-huh. Okay, so the Orville Peck discourse. <laughs> yeah. What in the fuck is going on? Uh-huh. So f- for people that don't know what's going on, so Orville Peck, gay um musician, I don't I'm not gonna get into the the trap sure. of like talking about what genre it is. Sure. Um, he's a musician and he's traditionally worn um, this like fringy mask thing that like covers the lower half of his face. Just Google and, him. Just Google. Yeah, uh, well, like, if Google, you're listening to this and you don't Google know Peck. who he is, Google Orville, Orville Peck. Yeah. Um, Google Orville Peck. And it's very easy to find a picture of Orville Peck without the mask. So like people have known what Orville Peck looks like actually, mm-hmm. but I guess for some reason, this is the first time the timeline has been, notified of it because there's all of these videos of him being like a theater gay yeah like in college yeah and it's like vaguely cringy like in the way that like being a theater gay just kind of is like naturally but it's not anything egregious or anything but i guess because he's not this like you know like unwavering tower (laughs) of non-toxic masculinity yeah he's no longer fuckable and he's officially annoying and untalented uh but then people found allegedly found pictures of his dick i guess those have been out there i thought really i don't know i i i don't care i'm not into i think some of his music's okay i'm not attracted to him in the slightest so like i'm not like 
I've like not been interested in any of this, but I'm just yeah. kind of like, who cares? Yeah. I think it's just, um, <laughs> I think it's that like, um, the kind of like, this is going to get me in hot water, the kind of like post Tumblr zoomers who love him, who are now on Twitter, who are like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, Orville Peck is not who I imagined him to be. Um, and then they find pictures of his dick and he's like, they're like, Oh my God, his dick is normal sized. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's, I guess it's overblown, but I guess that's social media. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just, uh, speaking to just how deeply bored so many of us are true true yeah very that so so your hot topic just to clarify your hot topic is the orville peck discourse or is yeah not orville peck but the orville peck discourse. (laughs) right yeah well it is a hot topic today um okay uh my hot topic for the day um recently i've been playing a very nice um indie game called cloudpunk um Mm. it's sort of like um it's sort of like you are a delivery driver in the blade runner world uh which if any of you who are listening know me you'll know that blade runner is one of my favorite movies um i love the the world building of that and so you just fly around in this hover car delivering packages um it's incredibly relaxing like there's no real stress to it at all there's no like like huge objectives you have to accomplish it's just sort of like you go through this this city and you allow the story to unfold it's really good um i can see why some i'm looking at pictures it looks beautiful yeah i can see why some people don't like it because like the the modern gaming experience is like there has to be you know some sort of adrenaline pumping aspect of it that's you're like if you want that i don't recommend you play this game it's just very very (laughs) calming and relaxing and i love like the like cyberpunk-esque city scape and the music and the rain and all that shit and you just fly around in your car and deliver packages that's all you do and you learn about the city but that's it it's really good really good game really relaxing that sounds awesome yeah i don't think i have the means to play it on my computer because it's not it doesn't qualify (laughs) okay that's right you know the specs yeah yeah but yeah Wow, I love it. You want to talk about fashion? I do, actually. Um, okay, I struggled with this episode. There okay. really wasn't a lot of standouts for me. Even though Did this you was an episode about fashion, but <laughs> yeah, well, it was. I'll tell you what, it's definitely none of the looks. Yeah. in the runway show. Yeah, I agree. Do you want to do yours first? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so I chose um the beautiful outfit that. Sandrella was wearing in the breaking okay. the fourth wall. Totally, bit. yeah, yeah. For sure. I just she's love a, she's she's a vision in shit brown. <laughs> Absolutely, so good. Um, I don't love the color, but I love how it looks on her, and I love how she wears it. I think that's the most important part of the outfit is like mm-hmm. how she's just like rocking it, and like she's doing that thing that models do, where like she's not wearing a bra, and you can just like clearly see her nipples pointing out, mm-hmm. like. Um, I think she rocks it. Um, I don't think that anyone... It's pretty glorious. Yeah, I don't think that anyone could rock that dress quite like she did in that scene. Um, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, she looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's something about that color, though. It's that very kind of, like, washed-out brown. Oh, yeah, it's and, an like, awful And the material, color. <laughs> like, it looked like it was probably a polyester situation. I yeah. kind of felt like that one was a miss. My my favorite look was the reason that I picked this look. Well, let me say the look. So it's um, Ellen, the woman who wants to fuck Bing Crosby. <laughs> okay, it's you barely see this outfit. It's uh-huh. in this the really brief scene where um, Ellen and Deanne are pulling Nick aside to be like, "You have to stop bringing over models." Uh-huh. And so Ellen is wearing that like lavender like short sleeve button down shirt and then just like a long black skirt (laughs) and like black shoes it's a very plain outfit but like the reason that i picked it was because that is literally exactly how i dressed when i was like a non-binary college student (laughs) okay like five years ago i was Uh literally dressing exactly like that like wow wow because i'm glad i loved like a long black skirt i loved like a 90s retread kind of thing as Mm -hmm. i think a lot of us did maybe still do yeah i love that outfit yeah but yeah i just i was like i saw it and i was like suddenly so taken back to like basically the first time that i ever watched the show all the way through like as an adult 
was around that time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> okay. I did Wait, like her. I think I liked all the people in that dinner scene simply because I feel like they don't exist in the rest of the Sex and the City universe. Like, they are boring. <laughs> They're boring. They they do, they definitely don't go to fashion shows. Maybe Nick does. Whatever. I don't care. But I don't. <laughs> I feel like the other people in it. Are yeah. Just do like, all of the modelizers just get? Do they have like a special club where they like? Are they like buying like tickets yeah. to fashion shows in like a it, Facebook group? I'm sure it's like a subscription thing. Like they pay like a hundred dollars a month to go to <laughs> to like one fashion show a month or something. Yeah, like it's that. Called, it, it's like oh, but I was thinking like a modern subscription thing. So it's it's like models spelled M O D L S. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like, uh-huh. and you get like tickets to fashion shows every month, <laughs> or you right. get that fucking models. Yeah, right. That's that's the premium subscription service that you <laughs> yeah. pay for, and then they come over afterwards and fuck you. Yeah. Okay, hi everyone. So we forgot to do um, Andy's prediction of the episode. Okay, you didn't have to tell them that we fucking forgot. But... Well, I'm gonna have to figure out how to toss it in somewhere. So if need be, I just I say this and. <laughs> It all makes sense. Oh, you're really, you're really giving everyone a really deep, deep look behind the curtain. They can see the fucking mice and rats scurrying back here. I'm not That's into fine. this. I, I'm not embarrassed at all. I, I'm a magician that loves to show his tricks. Um, so <laughs> last episode, my prediction was that there will be one episode, if not a whole season long, long arc about anal sex. Um, this episode, my prediction is that sometime in a series, one or possibly more characters will get Botox. Um, and that'll be sort of like a discussion about, um, the episode. My thinking though, you don't have to write this one down. Um, but my thinking is that the natural assumption is that Samantha would get Botox. Right. However, I think because that's the natural assumption, I think that Miranda is going to get Botox because, because Mm -hmm. I think that she's the least likely one to get Botox. I think that Charlotte is a close second to be the least likely one to get Botox. However, I think that Charlotte would get Botox faster than Miranda. I think if Charlotte was like with Samantha and Samantha was like, let's get Botox. Charlotte would be like, okay, Miranda would have a much harder time, but I think that it's like going to be one of those like right split decision things, and she does it, and she she doesn't want to tell anyone, but she has a bad reaction to it. Classic trope. Oh uh, my gosh, of course, yeah, they yeah. love to, you know you're definitely they like when Miranda ends up with egg all over her face, so maybe she ends <laughs> right. up with yeah. Botox right. all over her yeah. face instead. I say that because that's my life. Um, my friends love when I'm the one who <laughs> talks a big game and I'm wrong. That's me. Um. Okay, oh, yeah. that was that was my prediction. So thanks for that part. <laughs>